Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest Riker. The news about the NBA's return has been coming in quickly over the past few days, and one of the biggest sort of, not just Woj bombs, but Brian Windhorse and, and Shams bombs has been, there might be a potential change to the playoff sort of format this season. They've been talking about it forever, but having a 16-team reseed is a potential situation for the NBA playoffs. So instead of the Toronto Raptors obviously playing the Orlando Magic or the Brooklyn Nets again in the first round like it seems like we always do, we'd end up playing as the third seed right now, the 14th seed in the NBA, which would currently be the Memphis Grizzlies. Then in the second round, if things sort of don't change right now, we play the Denver Nuggets, then potentially the Lakers, and then potentially the Bucks or the Clippers if everything sort of organizes itself the way it goes rather than the, the teams we were sort of expecting all year. First things first, do you like this format? I don't like how you wrote off the Rockets there in that playthrough of the playoffs preview, Ben. (laughs) I I think that, listen, the Rockets using their unorthodox small ball lineup, the Lakers were one of the first teams that they defeated that got every all the heads turning saying, could this style of basketball actually win or make a deep playoff push? But that's obviously it's not that this is not the the topic of our of our discussion <laughs> Ben but I you know what I think this is my initial reaction because I, I guess you can toss a picture of this up on the board what the the reseeding would look mm-hmm. like and we'll talk about how you know obviously this wouldn't benefit the teams that are fighting to make a playoff spot in the west because the majority of those final teams I'm pretty sure have a better record than the eighth seed in the east but but Ben what I'm thinking is, if you do this sort of reseeding where you're mixing and matching conferences, if you're a fan of the East, this makes the playoffs way more exciting because that first round is traditionally not that interesting in the East. If you're a fan of the West, I don't know what the reaction would be because they're always pretty jam-packed with talent, Ben. Yeah, well, it depends if you want your Western Conference team to win or not. So, you know, obviously the, the upper seeds are going to get an easier matchup in the Western Conference, whereas the lower seeds are probably going to be messed up regardless but this is a really interesting thing and we'll obviously look at it for sort of a raptors perspective first because Riker, as things stand we'd right now probably play i think it's the nets the celtics and the bucks and right now the route to the finals would look like the grizzlies the nuggets and either the rockets or the lakers or maybe the jazz if they can sort of get up there what sort of route would you say as a raptors fan specifically would be the more ideal route because Obviously, I think the first-round match without KD is a wash against the Nets. The Grizzlies are a bit better, in my opinion. But the Celtics and the Nuggets, there's been some controversy on which team is better there. And then, obviously, the Bucks, we beat them last year. But they're, they're obviously stronger this season. And the Lakers, they have LeBron James, who's been the Achilles heel for the Toronto Raptors over the past decade. So what sort of route to the finals would you like to see in this sort of format? Well, Ben, you know, I, I would like to go through... I don't mind going through the East. It's not as exciting, I. but this, mm-hmm. this is the challenge, Ben, because the Raptors, I don't think that there is that certainty or that legitimacy around the most recent championship victory, the, the only championship victory, obviously, for the Toronto Raptors, and all of us fans will agree that it was well-deserved, and we defeated the teams that we needed to defeat, but there's an asterisk on that championship. I don't think there's any denying that it's the, the what-if. If Kawhi wasn't there and, you know, insert hear how low everybody else thinks the Raptors would have ended up without Kawhi Leonard, right? So I think to go through the regular East matchups and defeat those teams for a second year in a row, if we were to play the 76ers, but even if it was the Celtics, right, a traditional rivalry, again, to get through the Bucks, right, that might be the hardest matchup in the NBA regardless, 
right? I think that that would just mm-hmm. really clear up some of that uncertainty about last season's championship. But, you know, we've been watching this Raptors team get bullied by LeBron for years and years in the DeMar DeRozan era. We've watched them play the Bucks so many times. We've watched them play all these. How many times have we watched that Orlando Magic series? I, again, <laughs> as a fan of basketball, as a fan of the Toronto Raptors, I, I would personally, I think it would just be very exciting to see this sort of cross play, have a couple teams in the West that you'd never play in a playoff series. And I think that it actually might be a bit easier to go through this reseed if it was to remain current it'd be easier to get to the finals this way than to stick in the east and have to play the celtics and then the bucks interesting so you brought obviously brought up a lot of points there the legitimacy argument i don't i don't know if necessarily people are questioning the legitimacy of the championship i think the most of the questions are about the injuries in the finals but we went through the sixers and the the bucks last season i think that that the legitimacy argument, I guess on the current roster is a sort of a thing if, you know, the guys that we have currently can sort of make a playoff push, and I agree. It would be nice to see the Toronto Raptors beat teams like the Celtics and the Bucks, who sort of trash on us by saying, oh, it was all Kawhi and stuff like that. So that that's a definitely a point in the favor of wanting to go through the Eastern Conference, especially the Celtics fans, because that's a series I've been wanting to see for so many years because obviously we never played them in the playoffs but we always have great regular season matchups we've been the the first second t- top tier teams in the eastern conference for the past four or five years obviously the bucks have kind of stormed onto the scene as of last season but it'd be it'd be nice to get a series against them because i think that would be the de facto second round matchup as things stand right now so i definitely agree with you on your point there but you i I don't know. I go back and forth sort of think about it over the past day, which route would be easier? Because obviously we both think that the Nets and the Grizzlies, we'd be able to handle them pretty pretty strongly, but the Grizzlies would be a much more exciting matchup to watch as obviously seeing JV come back and Ja Morant play, that would be a that'd be a much more fun first-round series than the Nets who are without Kyrie and KD, even though they're a solid team. But as you mentioned, teams like the Magic and the Nets – you're kind of bored of seeing them in the first round. The The Grizzlies are new and exciting to see. But I want to throw this at you because this is the team that I'm sort of conflicting. And then maybe you can talk about the Bucks versus the Lakers. But the Celtics and the Nuggets, who, who do you think? Obviously, I think the rivalry sort of factor, the Celtics might be a more fun series. But who do you think we'd have a better chance against? Because nuggets, I think nuggets, the Nuggets easy. get underrated. Really? Yeah. Right, like listen that that decisively. No, listen. Yeah, that decisively because Kemba Walker is a certified star, and they just don't have that talent on the Nuggets from the one or two position. Jamal Murray, he's he's developing into that. You know, you have Barton, you have Harris. You know, you have these guys that are really talented shooting guards and ball handlers. But I think the simple fact is they just don't have the the accolades. They don't have that sort of veteran ability to win games like Kemba Walker does and now let aside that the Celtics are a team that is known for their defensive ability and they have a really fantastic supporting cast and a fantastic coach and nothing against Denver Nuggets and they've had also a good defense this regular season they also have a pretty well-rounded team but if I look at the completeness of the Boston Celtics to me they're they're a league ahead of the Denver Nuggets still and I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you in terms of like your your outcome because I might lean towards the Celtics as well. But I look at the Denver Nuggets roster and this team is just really underrated. In the Western Conference last year, they were a game away from making the the Western Conference Finals against the Portland Trailblazers, who were really strong and I think get underrated because they got swept by the Warriors. But if you look back at all those games, they were up by twenty and twenty five points against that Warriors team. So. 
Uh, and the Nuggets are, as you mentioned, they're getting better every single season. Now, it might be a question if Jokic's sort of athleticism is going to fall off because he's been notoriously unconditioned after long breaks. But assuming he's healthy, I think he's better than any player on the Boston Celtics right now. Jamal Murray is maybe, obviously a maybe, guy that Maybe, Ben, but st- hold on to that point for a sec. Do you not think it's easier to stop a center in a playoff game than it is to stop basically any other position? I think, well, I guess if you're arguing Tatum versus Jokic, because he's obviously the, the best player on the Celtics, Jokic, I think, is a lot more well-rounded, and obviously we have Marc Gasol, matchups-wise, which would play in our favor, because he's a center lockdown player, but Jokic's just shooting ability, his passing ability, his ability to create, he's not like a guy like Joel Embiid, who's a remarkable scorer, but isn't great, falls into sort of traps. Jokic is really has a strong basketball IQ, and I feel like can figure out double teams, and did did so in the past last year's playoffs and just you know almost almost got to the Western Conference Finals and you bring up the well-roundedness of the Boston Celtics and I think I'd argue the Nuggets are more well-rounded. They have Paul Millsap and Jer- Jeremiah Grant who could re- I, I definitely messed up that first Jeremy. name, but uh, those two, those Jeremy Jeremiah whatever, but uh, two of those guys are mobile defenders and you know our main our lead scorer at the four is pass our lead scorer is at the four in their position is Pascal Siakam, so they could probably have a, a solid defensive strategy against him. Whereas I feel like even Tatum's a good defender, Siakam would be able to eat up him and Gordon Hayward and whoever they throw at him. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., he's an unknown coming off the bench. Maybe he'll get unleashed once no. the playoffs come. Obviously, Will you Barton, can't give Monte him an Morris. edge because of a guy who might have potential to eventually play good. Like No, but like but well-roundedness record. Like Gary Harris, Monty Morris, Will Barton, they're bucket getters. And their team just makes sense. I don't know. They don't have the big names. Torrey Craig has had a remarkable year. Mason Plumlee can come off the bench. They, they're, they're 10 guys the deep. The Celtics, they and won big I, matchups. The Nuggets, to me, they're like the Raptors, and they win the games that they should win. So their record is where it is right now because they've taken care of the lesser teams. But I think in terms of playoff-tested, veteran talent, a mix of you know younger guys with good defensive ability, and what the team can actually do performing at their best, which is you know the 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 Celtics they play fast they have good outside shooters and their number one guy isn't a center I think that's a big factor to consider in the playoff time because when you have a bunch of bigs you want the ball to go through when you're on D you want the ball to go through the center because that means they have to go through half court sets they're not looking to push the ball on the fast break as much and they're not relying on three-point shooting as much that makes your job way easier on the defensive end rather than the Celtics where their number one guys, their shooting guards, so they're looking to push, they're looking to increase the tempo. You have to be aware of rotations outside of the perimeter. That sort of mixture is, as we've seen, is a lot more difficult thing to to, to match up against come playoff time. That that's a fair point. And if I looked at a, if I look at it, if I had to choose one, I'd probably. I'd probably choose the Nuggets, but I, I have my hesitations. I definitely wouldn't go say definitely they're better. And another point, too, I think you sort of fall in this trap as well as me. I think both of us believe that we could beat the Celtics, and we believed that for a long time. So I don't feel as scared of the Celtics as rather as the unknown as the Nuggets because we've played the Nuggets consistently over the past three or four years since they've gotten good, and it feels like we lose to them, especially on the yeah, road we do, every consistently. time. We consistently yeah. lose to the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, so I just have this feeling, and ever, and I've been of the belief they're really underrated for a long time now. So I think that would be that's an interesting debate. But obviously, it'd be nice to have sort of the rivalry with the Boston Celtics. But both of those second round matchups would be fun. But 
here's the the big one the the sort of interesting debate the bucks and the lakers and the potential conference finals of or i guess i don't know if it'd be conference finals if it's called the 16 reseed or whatever but who would you rather play Riker? because in my opinion in a vacuum this bucks team is better i think they they're built strong and all that sort of stuff and Giannis is obviously out for revenge but I feel like we sort of have the Bucks number. We beat them in the playoffs twice, and I feel like if we can get the mental advantage and Nick Nurse can run some more strategies against Giannis's sort of driving fast-break offense like we did last year, then I think the Bucks, even though I think they're a better team, I think we have a better chance against them. But the the Lakers, I don't think they're as well-rounded as the Bucks, but the mental factor of LeBron James, it'd be such a fun thing to overcome, and that's why I'd sort of rather play them. But... It might be a tougher path, but I just want to beat LeBronto. That that's sort of a catch twenty two for me. Which which series would you rather see the Toronto Raptors play in this hypothetical scenario? Well, you you hit the nail on the head. To answer your question, I don't know. I I don't know because I think both would be mm-hmm. equally as satisfying to win, mm-hmm. and I think both would be equally as challenging to overcome. And I think that I think I like your assessment on the Bucks because really the Bucks they I think they are the best team in the NBA right now not just because of their record I think yeah. that they're the most difficult team in a single game matchup to to beat right that they they are the best defensive team they're one of the best scoring teams they have the best player in the NBA right now I think that like I, on paper I completely agree with yeah you. I think it's hard to I think it's hard to really counter any of those points just in terms of their raw ability but I agree that the Bucks in the regular season, they play as well as they p- possibly could in the playoffs. And that's not to say they can't have a, a better game in the playoffs than they would in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to switch it up. What what you play against in the regular yeah. season, you can plan for in the playoffs. Brooke Lopez, he's going to get up his three-point shots. Giannis, if he makes a couple extra threes per game, if you're giving him a lot of space, you're going to die by that. right? That's just going to happen. But you know what his what his gameplay is going to be. You know what Eric Bledsoe is going to do. Right? Their, their style of play is very consistent throughout the regular season, throughout the playoffs. They don't have the ability to change. And we saw that in the last playoffs, right? When when they started putting, a, when we switched uh, Kawhi onto Giannis, and they didn't have an answer for that. Took four games on them in a row. They, they weren't able to respond because they have one style of play. And I agree. Yeah, that- and... And those Atlanta Hawks teams that Mike Budenholzer coached—they were sixty-win teams, but they just got swamped in the playoffs because they didn't—they weren't able to change their sort of strategy. Exactly. But the thing is, they've become so good that everybody knows. Like you said, everybody has their number, but their strategy is just so good. It's it's so difficult yep. to beat. So that's the issue with the Bucks. But I agree that the Lakers—they're so strange and. They're they're such like a mm-hmm. mythical force because LeBron he can adapt he can adapt to anything he can become any player he can mm-hmm. become a shooter he can become the primary ball handler he can become you know the primary scorer whatever whatever you need him to do and I think Anthony Davis would be the X factor of that series because he would be the most difficult possible matchup for the Raptors in that you know you're not going to stop LeBron with OG OG will do a good job but now you got to put a lot of effort onto him. But now you're taking all, a lot of your switches off of Anthony Davis, and he's a killer. So it's that would I think that that would be the hardest matchup as well. Word that that's the interesting thing because even though the the Bucks might be the better team in a vacuum, the Lakers would probably be the more difficult opponent for the Toronto Raptors specifically, especially with the history of LeBron. Even though I think Giannis is the better player at this point in in their careers with ages and all that, but you never know in the playoffs. But Riker. 
beating LeBron James and beating him on the Lakers, sort of overcoming that mountain of LeBronto, I think it's possible. It's definitely possible this season. And you look at the Lakers roster, and yes, they have a lot of big names, and LeBron and AD will be very difficult to game plan for, and it wouldn't be like the the sort of uh, Buck series last year where we only have one guy where we had to really lock down and sort of die by everyone else. That guy, obviously, being Giannis, we'd have to shut down LeBron and AD. But the supporting cast of the Lakers just doesn't scare me at all. Anyone else, like the Bucks, they have Chris Chris Milton, I guess, is the second star, which isn't close to Anthony Davis, but Brooke Lopez, uh, George Hill, Eric Bledsoe, even though Bledsoe struggles in the playoffs. Those, those sort of supporting guys are 3 and D players that, that make sense to their team. But guys like Dwight Howard, Kuzma, Markeith Morris, Dion Waiters, Rondo, Danny Green, who we've seen really struggle this season in the playoffs, McGee, Alex Caruso, like, their names people know because they're they're always memed about and all that sort of stuff, but they're not 3 and D players, they're not guys that really scare me in a playoff series. So, I think it's possible we beat that Lakers team, even though they might be the harder matchup because of the star power, and Riker, how sweet would it be to beat LeBron in the you know overcome that sort of mountain that we've done without you know with pure Raptors guys because obviously we had Kawhi oh, last year I'd this love would be it. the Raptors team beating it that that would be remarkable. Well, I said last season I said that if we lose Kawhi, it'll be a more important it'll be a more impactful playoffs because this is the true Raptors team. It's the core team, yep. right? It's the guys that really we've grown to know and that have really come through the whole development process yeah i mean that's special and i think that lebron has as you said he's so long through the history of the toronto raptors playoffs of the past eight years right he's been that guy that we've never been able to to get around it would be really sweet to defeat him in the playoffs right with without Kawhi, just pure gritty basketball pure toronto raptors basketball the only thing is i i wonder I don't know. I mean, they're around the same size, I guess, as the Bucks. They might even be a little bit smaller. And I think the Bucks might put the Raptors into foul trouble easier than the Raptors would. It's just so interesting. I'd love to play the, the Lakers, but I think, Ben, we could both agree that we want to see that final series, regardless if we stick in the East or if there's this mismatch between or this shuffling and all the 1 through 16 is played. We both want to see a Kawhi Clippers versus Raptors finals. That, see, that's the big thing. That's because I think it's debatable which path will be easier, and that's what this sort of podcast has been talking about. You know, the Celtics Nuggets, the Lakers or the Bucks. You know, what would you what would you rather see? But being able to play, if the root of Grizzlies Nuggets, then beating LeBron potentially. Obviously, we we'd have to beat all of these teams in order to make this scenario play out. But then if we could beat LeBron and then beat Kawhi in the finals, obviously that that's a, a tall task and we'd be able to preview, talk about the specific series for days. But how amazing would that playoff run potentially be? The, the you know, maximum just hypeness of being able to play the Clippers in the NBA finals against Kawhi after we'd potentially beat LeBron. That would be, you know, obviously the Bucks would have a good shot against the, the Clippers as well if they potentially got there. But... How sweet would it be, we just talked about beating LeBron, and then beating Kawhi, who just left. Even though you and I don't have any hate towards Kawhi, but being able to beat him after he left, that would be that would be remarkable. That would probably feel better than beating LeBron, in my opinion. Well, yes, because there's no there. this will never be put to bed unless the Raptors can defeat Kawhi in a playoff series. right? There will always be that Kawhi won the Raptors a championship. 
asterisk unless the Raptors defeat Kawhi. I think that there's no two ways around that, Ben. And whether it sticks in the East and we face Kawhi in the finals or it's, it switches it up and face Kawhi in the finals, you have to go through two of the top three players in the NBA. You're either going through Giannis and Kawhi or LeBron and Kawhi. And both of those series are going to test the Raptors to the absolute limit. But we're, we both believe that they can do that. Right, that this is the season that, that that this team established that they currently have, this roster that they currently have, has the talent, has the coaching, and has the defensive ability to beat some of the you know the most talented players in the world, or that the that the NBA has ever seen, to be frank. And the confidence, the you know the big thing about the Toronto Raptors. Obviously, we probably wouldn't have beaten many of those Cavs teams. They were obviously more talented, but the reason we got swept was mental. That was that was the big thing. We you know we could have at least got two three games off of those LeBron teams in my opinion, just talent wise. And now we have guys that have won championships, that are mentally hard, and know how to win these games. And Riker, the last point I know we're going long here to why this probably would be ideal. If Giannis Antetokounmpo loses to the Toronto Raptors again, you know if he then he would have lost the Raptors three times in his playoff career. I don't see him as maybe a guy that would want to go to a conference rival similar to KD. Yeah. If we can get another team to beat him instead of us, you know, not make the not have the playoff success with the Bucks, but not have it come at the hands of the Toronto Raptors, that might be a perfect scenario for him to not sign that supermax deal and be more willing to come to this team in the future. Yep, I I 100% agree, Ben. And if you didn't bring that up, I was going to bring it up. Yeah. So that the final final verdict. I think I want this potential reseed to happen as things sort of go now. Obviously, if they do a little bit of a regular season thing and the seeding shifts, this could all be completely messed up. But are, are you in agreement with that, or would you rather see the East go? No, I like it. Like I said, I like I said at the very beginning. I think for fans of the East, this makes playoffs much more exciting. Maybe for a team like this, you know, a Celtics fan or something, they want to just see the Celtics finally get through the East. But I think for most teams, this makes it more interesting. And what we'll have to talk about in another podcast is, I mean, this format, it really slights the, you know, the teams that are just outside of the playoffs on the West. Because if you're doing a true one through 16, then a couple of those teams would shift up and a couple teams in the East, I think, would drop off. So, I mean, that's a that's a full another can of worms Ben but I think as is if they were to start this today I think it would be more interesting to do it uh to do it this this new format I think just from an entertainment standpoint yeah for sure and I'd love to see the Celtics have to go through the Sixers the Clippers then the Bucks in their whole their whole West Eastern Conference playoffs or whatever but let's know what you guys think you're the best for making this far check out the Twitter the Instagram all the cool stuff Riker have any last words on the the potential NBA playoff format Oh, we're getting close now, Ben. It's getting real. Woo! Cheers.